0: Well, you all know what episode it is. It's episode sixty-nine of Next Gen News Week. That's how we're gonna start the show because I don't know uh, how else to do it because this is gonna be the raunchiest, sauciest episode of Next Gen News Week that we've ever recorded. <laughs> um, we have some. Man, that's that's
1: a big setup, man. That's.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a
1: lot to live up to at this point. I
0: mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to live up to it. Uh, before I, I keep going, my name is Mitch. Joining us, Steven, welcome back. You have to say something uh, audio-related for the audio-only listeners. Yo. There we go. Richard?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I forget that, too. I forgot it last week. I just waved. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> hello. <laughs> and Chase.
1: Hey,
2: hello.
0: Um, did y'all have a good Halloween? Did y'all do anything uh, fun other than working, maybe?
3: Nothing. Always. Nothing spectacular on Halloween, but a uh, week before Halloween, I went on a zombie paintball hayride, which was technically a bus that was fitted for Armageddon. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I've got some pictures on my Facebook and a couple of videos of uh, fire spinners and everything. So
0: Cool.
2: I put together two giant bookshelves.
0: <laughs> nice. Clearly, <behind> <laughs> clearly, look at those bookshelves. Those are
1: impressive. Um, yeah. and re- I was Freddy Krueger. It rocked.
0: He was Freddy Oh, uh,
1: yeah. I was Freddy Krueger, yeah.
0: All right. Well, um, so yeah, this is episode 69, which, you know, it's, it's it almost feels wrong to not have Michael here since he's the one who always makes all of the inappropriate jokes on the show, but he couldn't make it today. Um, so we're going to just have to, um, I don't know if we're going to fill in and make more dumb jokes in his stead or not, but we'll see how things go. Uh, but we're going to be, uh, to talk about some headlines and then we're going to get into, uh, probably the most heated debate discussion we've ever had, uh, on the show going over our, uh, hot takes and unpopular opinions, uh, in video games And I even got on Reddit and got some uh, from people and even got some people mad at me for even asking about it. But we'll get to that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, uh, So just one quick announcement before we get going. Uh, Wave two of the stuff on the merch store is going to be uploaded later today uh, once the episode goes live. So uh, there'll be more options on there if you want to check out some of the uh, new clothing stuff on our Redbubble page. Link will be in the description um and then also just re- the games that are coming out in this next week is as we're getting into november is when all of the big games uh, start to come out uh including giants uprising coming out on the second for pc world war z coming to the switch on november 2nd as well uh Blood Shore coming out on literally everything on november 3rd uh time loader on pc only Demon Turf and Just Dance coming out on everything on November 4th. Uh, Pinch Life Grand Prix coming to PC and Switch on the 4th. Space Lines from the Far Out coming to PC and Xbox on the 4th. To the Rescue coming out November 4th on PC. Call of Duty Vanguard coming out on November 5th if you want to go shoot up some Nazis. And if you don't want to shoot up Nazis, Animal Crossing's big Happy Home Paradise update comes out on the 5th as well and Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy Volume 1,
1: Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) I think that could have been a little bit more descriptive in a title. I don't know. It seems kind of short. It's
0: like uh, that Near Automata version (laughs) (laughs) 1.00025. Anything on this list that y'all think you might end up picking up at some point?
2: um maybe let uh demon turf game that was about the only thing on the list and maybe vanguard
0: oh we'll <laughs> you tease <laughs> mm-hmm. i guess uh, probably I... I mean oh, go
1: ahead. animal crossing i mean i'm a hippie when it comes to gaming a lot of the time so... i mean you already own animal <laughs> yeah. crossing dlc i do
0: and your switch switch expansion
1: that's right so it's it's already there technically i guess
0: yeah steven are you picking up vanguard
3: Definitely. And uh Demon Turf seems really interesting. I want to try that out, too.
0: Alright. I, I don't know. I'll po- I mean, obviously Vanguard. I'm not probably going to at launch because I know I won't have the time to play it on Friday. Uh, but maybe next week I'll, I might get it. I'm t- I have too many games I'm trying to already play. I don't need to be adding something else that's, for lack of a better term, brainless when it comes to playing because all I do is play yeah. Zombies. Um, because... I have such a backlog. I've built a pile of shame that's a mile high in the past like month and a half. Um, but speaking of that, we're going to talk about what games we've been playing. Uh, Richard, would you like to start us off?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, I've been playing Graveyard Digger because they um, are Graveyard Digger. Graveyard Keeper. Uh, they just had a, another Digger Keeper. You, you dig graves, so I mean, it's still there. Um, another DLC, you know, it's so weird because when they put out DLC, there's really no warning. It's like, they just, bam, it's there. And they always got like a really cool like naming. Cause I think, uh, their first DLC was called Breaking Dead, which is a pun off Breaking Bad. And then you had Stranger Sins, Game of Crones. Uh, <laughs> and this one's called Better Save Soul. And it's in the the kind of the font of Better Call Saul, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, man, it's just, it's, it's a really fun game. It's probably one of my favorite games. Um, it's political satire set in a medieval world where you upkeep uh, a graveyard. And I don't really want to say anything more than that because I think everybody should play it because it's worth experiencing the humor. And, uh, I say political satire, but it, it, it literally takes pot shots at everybody. So, you know, you'll find some stuff that's funny. If you're sensitive, you may get offended. Um, it's all in good fun, but it's it's a great game. It should be checked out. Other than that, I've been playing Mortal Shell. I finally come around to that. And, um, man, it's a, it's a great Dark Souls clone. It really is. It's just different enough that it sets it apart, uh, but it looks almost identical. So check that out if you haven't already and you are a Soulsborn fan. Nice, nice, Steven, What
0: have you been playing?
3: Uh, I've been a little bit all over the place, uh, but mainly I have been digging deep into uh, the world ends with you, Neo. Um, I've logged probably about twenty-three hours into that game, and that game is hellaciously long. I've only got seven percent of this game completed. Oh wow! You're constantly it. playing <laughs> it. Um, I kind of figured it was going to be a long game anyway, because of the original, the world ends with you. Um, it's, it's kind of set up like you pass away, you get this chance to redeem yourself and come back to life, but you got to play this Reapers game and you got to play it for seven days. And those who are on top of the leaderboard, any wish that you want gets granted. Um, but, uh, they had to play through, I think, six. It was either six or eight weeks on the the one that was on uh, DS. So I'm expecting this to be similar. Um, so I'm just really just taking my time with it. I'm collecting the clothing for the trends, getting the pins, um, trying to complete all the little side quests. Um, so I'm really taking my time with that game. I've also been playing... Uh, mega man x the anniversary edition um and i had to leave that alone for a while because i seen it had a mode on their challenge mode so i was like "Ooh, I'll, I'll go ahead and try this out um so you get to pick three special weapons uh that you get for defeating the bosses and you have to fight two bosses at a time and the stages are set up to where you fight two bosses you go into the next two with the same amount of health And the same amount of lives. um, And fight another two. And then you go on to fight a third set. And then that's the end of the first stage. Um, Needless to say, I'm rusty and I haven't got through the first stage. And I literally rage quit. (laughs) Um, But uh, been doing that. Battle Network, uh, Call of Duty Mobile, uh, Genshin Impact, Mega Man, X-Dive. Yeah, that's pretty much
0: it. Nice, Chase. What are you been playing?
2: Um, I think I yeah, I think I finished Axiom Verge Um, then went on to play a game called Valfiris, which is like a like a heavy metal side scroller, like retro shooter game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really really good. Um, I played a game called Bladed Fury, which I was kind of excited to play, but like it was kind of a meh. Like I went, through, I got through it really really fast. Um, I went back, I was trying to go back through my, like, back catalog, because I have a lot of stuff I have not played that I've owned. Um, I played uh, Bastion, which is, like, one of the games that Supergiant put out before Hades, and which plays a lot like Hades, but it was really, really good, um, and I went back and played Psychonauts for the first time.
0: Nice. So,
2: I enjoyed playing that, and uh, it was, like, I was... Playing it and I was like, "Man, this this feels really good for a PlayStation Two game. Like the controls feel really, really good. I mean, graphics don't look great, but but like the controls, like felt just like you know, like a, like a new game. So I was excited to play that. I platinum it last night right before I went to bed, and then here we are today.
0: <laughs> so have you download yes. or decided to download Psychonauts Two?
2: I have not. I'm going There are talks of a physical version of the work, so I'm gonna just wait out for that. Gotcha. Oh, yeah.
0: I've kind of been like Steven. I've uh, been all over the place with stuff. Uh, Mario Party Superstars came out Friday, and that's where I spent most of my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not live up to what I said I was going to do last week, and I was going to play Ocarina of Time all day last Wednesday. I decided not to do that, and uh, this got wrapped up in some other stuff. Um, now I'm drawing a blank. Anything else? Oh, I went on the Sega Genesis collection, though, and I played Golden Axe for the first time I've ever played it. And I've had had a lot of fun with with that. I didn't like make it very far, but I was like, you know what? I could get into this. And I played, I played for about an hour or so. Um, and trying to think, and then I've just been playing like call of duty and not touching far cry or Metroid. Like I should have, but (laughs) one day, Uh,
3: did you, did you hear about the, um, supposed emails that, um, they were sending out on the people who were, um, pretty much taking a moment away from the game.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I never checked my email to see if I ever got one. Cause if I saw an email mm. and in the headline, it just said, you disappoint me. I don't think I'd ever open it. <laughs> 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 That's just me though. I don't think I would. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into some headlines uh, real quick. We'll start off with the PlayStation state of play. Cause that happened like a couple hours after we finished recording um, last week. So I'm going to kind of just go through uh, some of the announcements from that. And uh, if we can hit up on any of them that you guys want to talk about. And I feel like we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about this first one. Richard, Death Verse Let It Die.
1: Yes!
4: Man, that's <laughs> like, that was
1: all, well, yeah, it, it was competing for something else as far as star of the show. At least in my opinion. Uh, Let It Die was one of those things that was crazy. My brother-in-law came in one time. He lives up in Knoxville. And he was like, oh, man, you got to play Let It Die. And I was like, what is it? And he's like, it's one of those free games to play online. And I was like, oh, I'm out. Fuck that. Because I don't, man, I hate games like that. But I downloaded it anyway. It's one of the best damn things I've ever played in my life. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really, really stoked for Let It Die. It's It's weird. Apparently, it takes place a few hundred years after the first let it die which you know there is a story but it's not really about story it's more about just it's it's a really brutal gruesome game where you -hmm. kill people um but i don't know it's it had this weird i don't see it in the trailer for this one and it's okay uh because it is good to shake things up and to have something new but playing let it die you were like in this dark tower you keep having to go up and it really had like this kind of a, a a nightmare feel to it. Kind of like a, a dream that you would have that it, that is a nightmare, like realistic, that kind of setting and atmosphere is very nightmare. Like, um, but very tongue in cheek with like the gore and the violence. And it's one of those games to where there is a story and you can finish that story. The story ends on floor 40. I think there's something like 400 floors. After Floor 40, after you get through the story part, it does become a pay-to-win after that. That's kind of disappointing in a way, but you're not really missing out on anything story-related to that point. So, you know, if you if you played it daily and did the dailies, you know, you could definitely finish everything that you would want to finish uh, without having to spend money. So... I think that mechanic is pretty good too. I know my my brother in law said he spent close to a hundred dollars. I was like, wow. Um I spent a little bit, not not nearly that much. Uh but I did spend a little bit on death metal. But yeah, Deathverse, it looks it looks amazing. It looks like there may be more PvP than the first one was. And we'll have to see how that shakes out because sometimes sometimes that can turn people off if there's too much PvP. Mm-hmm. Uh, But it it did say it's a combination of PvE and PvP, which that's what the first one was. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot to glean from the trailer other than just, you know, the new art style and, you know, kind of the direction of things that are going. I'm definitely, I mean, I'm going to pick it up, Um, but that that was a pleasant surprise for sure.
0: Have they announced if this is a free-to-play game or do you have to pay for this one?
1: It is a free-to-play game for PlayStation only.
0: Cool. Yeah, the little description said that they a multiplayer survival action game built around a reality game show in which you'll fight it out for fame, glory, and fortune.
1: Yeah, see, there was hmm. no real, in, in Let It Die, you basically were a corpse playing a video game, uh, and you had to ascend this tower, it was called the Tower of Barbs. And there was like a crazy story that went along with like how the world ended, and these, uh, apparently there was earthquakes everywhere and the Tower of Barbs, like, ascended from one of the earthquakes. It's, it's really, if you've played any of the, with Suda, Suda 51? Dude's crazy in a good way. Um, he's kind of like, uh, you know, everybody talks about Tadeo Kojima and his, you know, his awesome director. I would see Suda 51 as more of like the, um, oh, what's his name? He did Kill Bill and, uh, Hateful Eight, uh, Django, uh, who am I thinking uh, of?
3: Quentin, Quentin Tarantino.
1: Quentin Tarantino. Suda51 is like the Quentin Tarantino of video games. So, nice. uh, yeah, I love his stuff. I really do. He's the No More Heroes guy. Yep. Um, and then, uh, oh, what was that one? Lollipop Chainsaw, too. That was that was mm. another crazy uh, one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he's the one that does the the Let It Die series. So, yeah, if you're a fan of his stuff, it's it's great.
0: And as a side note, I'm pretty sure if I'm getting this right, but Toby Fox, the creator of Undertale and Deltarune, took a lot of inspiration for how he uh, develops games from Suda 51. So there's that too. Uh, Chase, what did you think about Death First?
2: Looks pretty cool. I
1: mean, it's probably not going to be something I play, but.
0: Well, well, well.
1: See, that's that's what I said when somebody came to me and let it die. And I was (laughs) like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I tried it and I was like, oh my God.
0: But Chase, there's going to be trophies that Richard's going to get that you're not (laughs) going to get. How how will you make it?
1: (laughs) I don't even like Chase plays games a lot more than I do. So uh, that's, I, I've kind of given up on that. I mean, yeah. Whole, like, look at that. You know, look at that man's I'll try, bookshelf. I'll try and stay close as long as I'm number two on my console. I'll be okay.
0: I mean, yeah. Look at look at his bookshelf. He's got like at least ten games on there. Like he's probably platinum all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he like we finished Far Cry Six in like a week. Like man, yeah. I've had it for a week and put thirty minutes into it. So I
0: can't uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh steven did you get a chance to watch the Death First trailer? What do you
3: think about it, if you did? Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but uh, just basing it off of what uh, Richard is saying, uh, it's definitely a game I want to pick up, but I have to get those first 40 floors done on the original one. Um, I've, I've gotten so far into um, lore on different types of things to where I've gotten to the point to where I can't play a game out of water. I just can't. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to get the first one done first and then I'll head on to the second one and see what's going on with it.
1: Yeah, the first one. Now, there is like the only running theme that I can tell so far is the character of Uncle Death, which I don't know. He's like a Hispanic Grim Reaper.
4: Hmm. He's really yeah.
1: cool. So, you know, he's already talked about how to you got to follow him on Facebook because he'll have news about this other thing. He's kind of a, a character that transcends the fourth wall. Uh, when it comes to playing like let it die and stuff like that. So and there's a lot of lore with let it die. like uh, at the every 10th floor, you fight the boss. Going up to that floor like you know the the first nine to get there, there's there's hidden things that you can find. It's pieces of a graphic novel. And if you collect them all, you can look at the graphic novel and it's basically the story of how that boss came to be. Oh, gosh. so you know it's like like the first boss was this crazy redneck guy that decided to just start cutting his limbs off and like building shit out of old washing machines and like turn it's it's crazy what you just hell? you gotta Man. check it out it is it's one of those and like the graphic novels are like very very bloody and violent it's it's gory like he gets made fun of a lot so like he goes to these houses and like kills these little kids i mean it's it's not, wow. for the faint. it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, it's it's over-the-top gore. Yeah, and violent. All right.
0: Well, let's jump from that to um, the indie band OFK getting their own game with the creators of Hyper Light Drifter called We Are OFK. Uh, is anyone planning on picking up this game?
3: No, this is the one that's like uh, making the band type simulator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh you know I gotta get it
0: <laughs> alright um, Chase what about the Isle of Big Snacks <laughs> the Bug Snacks update <laughs>
2: apparently yeah like they added uh, they added more trippy so I'm excited to play that one I
0: never went back and finished Bug Snacks I don't know what it was Like I, I, I mm-hmm. guess I just got caught up in all the other stuff but I was happy I was able to still get it for free by the time I got my Playstation but yeah I don't know it's just I don't know
1: yeah, I, I, played the, I played the <laughs> tutorial, and I always wanted to go back, but it all—it just feels like there's always something else in the way.
0: Yeah. Uh, Steven, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach coming out this December,
3: and this may come as a surprise. I don't know how I feel about it anymore. No. Um. I, I know when it comes to uh, developers who start out indie and then they, they take it to the other plane of existence. You know, things change up. Uh, you got new people on board, different budgeting, different story ideas that can change the art, uh, things like that. But um, just from the trailers that I'm getting, it just doesn't feel the same. Um, hmm. it's, it's usually you're trapped in one room, um. And the, the fear element is flipped on its head. It's not you traveling down hallways and corridors and going into rooms and getting jump scared and having to find lore and things like that. Everything is brought to you. You're sitting in a room in a state of panic and anxiety waiting for the monsters to come to you.
0: Oh, my um, God. It's Michael. Oh, <laughs> nice. Anyway. You can continue.
3: But um and from what I can see, it's like it looks like a high resolution, run of the mill indie horror game. And like like that's no knock towards any of the indie uh developers out there. Those guys do a great job. The creativity and the imagination is just something that I just don't have. Um but for it to be considered a triple A game. That's not what I would expect from it. Um, that makes sense. But you know, I digress. We'll see how things go. I'll I'll probably watch someone play one part of it, and we'll see, we'll go from
0: there. Gotcha, mm-hmm. Michael. Glad you could join us.
5: Oh yes, of course.
0: Welcome to episode sixty-nine. <laughs> 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 Uh, so Michael, we're currently talking about the PlayStation state of play uh from last week. Uh so now we're jumping on to Death's Door, which was out on Xbox for a while, but now it's getting ready to come out on PlayStation and Switch as well. Uh, it's kinda like a I guess it's kinda like a roguelike type of game if I'm remembering correctly. It's kinda it's like a got some Zelda Zelda ish vibes to it. I was about to
1: say, I've heard it's roguelike Legend of Zelda. I'm amped about it because I thought it was only going to be for PC and that other console. So I'm excited (laughs) that it's making the jump so that it can get uh, the the fanfare that it
4: deserves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually I have it wishlisted on steam and I was going to get it on steam, but, but now that it's coming out for PS five, yeah, I'll I'll get it on console.
0: It's supposed to be like a mix of Zelda, with like roguelike elements. And then also some like, Dark Souls y type stuff.
1: Hopefully class. classic. Hopefully classic Zelda.
0: It's got like a weird uh camera angle too, if I remember correctly. It's like it's not like top down and not like a 3D. It's got like a almost like a diorama esque type of mm-hmm. camera yeah. angle to it. Cool. If I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Alright. Um Cart Rider Drift, the Unreal Engine Four powered arcade racer coming out on PlayStation. Next.
1: i just look at it man yeah it's like go go buy a switch and get mario kart Mm
4: -hmm.
0: yeah whenever we get to the end we're talking about some deals for black friday uh you can just get a switch with mario kart and not pay any extra for it but anyway um king of fighters 15 is getting a open beta coming out in december uh and the game comes out i think it's in march of next year but um it's, King of Fighters is not like a, a fighting game I think a lot of people are putting a lot of attention into. It's not like your, mm-hmm. street, your street fighters and stuff. And I feel like it's probably like... People are noticing it, I guess. And I'm gonna probably just blame them putting Terry Bogart in Smash, because no one's really like, what's King of Fighters? And like, oh, Terry's kind of cool, huh? What then This is the game he's from. But... Um, I would imagine that's probably like the big thing that's really getting people's attention on that. I could be wrong. And
3: it's kind of disappointing too, because, um, I know back in my day, King of Fighters 95 on the Game Boy, um, I loved it. And I think I played, uh, the one after it. Um, I'm, I may be getting it mixed up with something else, but I, I like that. And I, I thought it had potential to move somewhere because it wasn't like, um, overpowering ridiculous moves it was uh, it seemed like things were mapped out and thoroughly thought through as far as that game and i mean it just it just died i'm not really sure why but it just it just fell off the face of the earth um and it's nice that they're trying to bring it back um but i'll hold out hope for them
0: all right um first class trouble coming to um playstation plus next month it's a ro- i was trying to figure out what, find out how you can survive rogue i AI- rogue ai is aboard a luxury space cruiser so is it kind of like murder on the orient express
1: i guess i don't know, i got it it's it's the free game or one of the free games this month so i went ahead and picked it up it looks interesting it looks kind of quirky you know you can if you're an ai you can assume different i mean it's i mean i've not Mm. played it so i can't say this uh i know there it seems like a little bit of hitman vibes a little bit like if hitman and fallout had a baby
0: what a combination
1: yeah
5: (laughs) it was probably missionary but yeah Yeah. (laughs) there we go there we go
0: um star ocean the divine force uh, a sci-fi fantasy RPG series with uh, coming out on PS5 and PS4 next year. Anyone interested in that one?
2: I'm interested in it
1: for sure. Yeah, I have absolutely no interest in stuff like this at all. But this looks really dope. Nice. It really does. I kind of like the. Uh, I like what I'm seeing. I and may then, check it out.
0: And then the big one. Little Devil Inside. Chase Mm -hmm. was so excited last week.
1: Oh, yeah. It looks
3: super good. Explain that game to me from what you know so far.
0: Chase?
2: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know know enough about it. I was about (laughs) to say, say, I don't don't really know what anyone could A lot about it, yeah. But it looks, like, visually looks incredible. Um... I'm just excited to play it. It looks like, I mean, I want to see enough of a game that I want to, you know, try it out before I would jump into it. So
0: It says it's <laughs> a a, a Victorian-like era action adventure game. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I kind of get the, the vibe that I don't know. Do you all remember the cave that came out a few years yeah. back where, you know, you could choose between three characters and like you kind of play I, I don't i don't think you get to choose characters here but i do think the story advances across different characters that's sort of because at least that's what i've gotten from watching the various trailers it seems like in in some moments you play different characters than in other moments so i kind of like the whole like web weaving of stories like that if that's what's happening
3: mm-hmm. Is it, uh, are we talking like uh devil may cry how they do it uh, halfway through the game you you take on a different perspective. No, I'm talking same. like,
1: no, this is a, uh, I would actually tie it more to like the old classic, like LucasArts adventure games. Now, it's not, it's not a point to click adventure, but I think this, I think you would call games like this sort of like the spiritual successor to that genre.
3: Okay. Nice.
0: All right. Well, moving away from the PlayStation uh, presents. Yes. Michael's got it right. Um PUBG's <laughs> parent company uh has decided that they are going to uh, purchase the studio behind Subnautica. And Richard, you were kind of having some um opinions on this one the other day too, when this was announced.
1: Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of PUBG. I hate PUBG. So, you know, anytime you see uh, a company you hate by a company you love which has been a common thread for me this year. (laughs) Uh, You know, you, you kind of get disheartened a little bit. So, you know, I don't, I'm going to keep an open mind unless they, they come out and they're like, we're only going to develop for the shit, uh, Xbox. Sorry. I'm trying to keep this PG and I I refer to that so often. (laughs) Uh, Unless they go like console specific, you know, I'll, I'll keep an open mind because, uh, that game that I just forgot to title, Subnautica, is is really good. That's it really cool. is. Often, you know, when I played it the first time, I I had so many comparisons to Metroid, which is kind of weird because it's all underwater and it's a survival game. But I think it was just you know the different biomes that you experience in that. It just the music and everything. It, it had such like a, a classic Metroid feel to it. After I played it, I was like, "Damn, I would love a Metroid game that was like a survival game on a planet like this." <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. The uh, the official thing says Crafton, the publisher of PUBG, is adding Subnautica creator's Unknown Worlds to its portfolio. The studio will continue to work independently on ongoing updates for Subnautica and Below Zero, while also developing a new genre-defining game that is expected to begin early access in 2022. So mm. looks like so, I mean, I it looks mean, like they're they're just getting like. More money to help support their games without like having to change everything that they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a big genre defining. I mean, that's that's another big claim,
3: mm-hmm. right? Because it's it's something that they've already done. So um,
5: that's literally why they call it a genre. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh, they're
5: I mean, going to define it though.
1: I <laughs>
3: I'm gonna, I'm, I'm with Richard. I I don't I don't know how I feel about it because pardon to the pubg players. pubg is shit. Oh. I hate it. Um
5: obviously someone's never been a winner winner chicken dinner.
3: Oh no, I've <laughs> eaten it multiple times. I've gotten plenty of chicken dinners. Um but it's it's just the aspect. It just I I don't know how to explain it. It just boils my blood when I run across pubg videos. I
1: it's okay. I, to say. I also
5: prefer Fortnite.
1: You, you know, like, it's funny because I'm not i I'm not <laughs> even being fair. I've not even played PUBG. I just look at it and I'm like, that's garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never even picked it up. Y'all,
0: so. What's <laughs> happening is y'all are always getting your chicken dinners at like three in the afternoon when it's that old after lunch chicken and not like the fresh chickens, but like as soon as they, <laughs> they change over that's from that's breakfast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I've got a couple of fresh prep chickens at three AM. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, if we're going with that then I didn't eat, I didn't like the front of the restaurant so I just kept driving. We'll put it, yeah. That that's probably the best <laughs> metaphor I can.
5: Fair enough. Winner, Here we go. chicken ass melting dinner?
3: Yeah. Oh man.
0: <laughs> uh not related but check out Slow Burn in Hendersonville. That place is Slow awesome. That place is awesome. Yeah, they got
3: one in Nashville too if you're in the Nashville area.
0: Yeah. The one in Henderson, I don't like the sign that they have. Like, you know, like, if I was driving by and I was like, oh, that used to be a jack-in-the-box, and now the sign says slow burn, I'd be like, uh, oh, that's weird. But, like, when you go in, the food's really mm. good. Especially mm-hmm. the catfish. But, Ooh. yeah. Um, well, I had this next headline pulled up, but then an ad got in the way, and now I can't seem to get rid of it. So, uh, oh. I, can't, <laughs> I can't read this article I have pulled up, but... Um, Microsoft and Sega are teaming up for a next-gen cloud gaming game that's called, like, Super Game or something. And that's about all I remember without getting into this article that I can't... Oh, there's the close button. Okay, I got it back. Um, yeah, so Sega and Microsoft are, uh, according to this um, press release from them, Sega Corp, hereafter known as Sega, <laughs> and Microsoft Corporation, hereafter known as Microsoft, have agreed, in principle, a strategic alliance that explores ways for Sega to produce large-scale global games (laughs) in a next-generation development environment built on Microsoft's Azure platform. The alliance would form a key part of Sega's mid-to-long-term strategy allowing the business to move forward with, quote, Super Game, a new initiative for developing new and innovative titles where the key focuses are global, online, community, and IP utilization, which means that they're only going to make Fantasy Star Online 3. (laughs) That's all I got out of that. (laughs) Um, Sega also has mentioned how 5G has made it easier to enjoy on-demand content. And uh, no one else would know because you can't get 5G anywhere other than in Nashville. (laughs) Or in, like, big cities. It's not in our area. It's of
3: Hendersonville, yeah.
0: Yeah, so... I've, I've only gotten to experience 5G, like... For a half a mi- like a second, that was it. Was like, oh, this is cool, and then it went away. It's Like, okay, whatever. Um, so any, I mean, I know my, Richard probably hates the words that Microsoft and Sega are teaming up. So, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is just another sellout story. So I can't. But you know.
0: Microsoft did not buy Sega. They're just yet, yeah, but they're just. Oh you know. no no!
1: In in what I just said, Sega is the sellout. But Ooh. I can imagine. <laughs>
0: I feel like this is kind of like um, I can't think of the name of the studio, um, Housemark. I think it was Housemark, where Sony like pitched a deal with Housemark about making Returnal, and then once they saw Returnal did really well, they were like, "Oh, we'll just go ahead and buy you." And then so it's like, okay, well, if Microsoft and Sega team up and the game does really well, I could see Microsoft making a bid for Sega finally.
1: And but I, I wonder I what that's for, because. That. because Sega and Nintendo have been in bed for years, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I I would love to see Microsoft buy Nintendo.
0: Nintendo buys Sega and then Microsoft buys both of them. Or buys Nintendo (laughs) and they own Sega.
1: No, no, I don't want Nintendo to own anything. I want someone to buy Nintendo <laughs> that's more capable than Nintendo to do Nintendo. That's what I
0: want. And then, and then they just replace the guy who plays uh, or voices Master Chief with Chris Pratt. Oh, there God. you go. Man. <laughs> it's like w- w- Chris Pratt's portfolio was Mario, Garfield, Master Chief, and the car from Forza. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, just, ten
1: years from now, he'll voice everything.
0: Yeah. You you always hear people talking about like, oh yeah in the, the BBC they only have like four actors and they just shuffle all four of them and it's like oh in, in the US we only have one voice actor and it's Chris Pratt. That's yeah, that's
5: basically it.
0: Chris Pratt and Chris Evans. I think Chris Evans has got some big voice acting thing lined up uh that was announced the other day too. Um Yeah, he's Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, a, oh yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> what if they got he's uh
5: voice acting uh BBC?
0: Yeah. Just yeah, just the just the BBC yeah. Michael, you play Fantasy Star, or at least you used to. Are you excited yeah. for a new? May, what could potentially be a cloud-based uh, Fantasy Star game?
5: I mean, it could work. I mean, it'd be fine. I'd play it.
0: Could be some interesting. May, maybe it's not Fantasy Star. Maybe it's something completely new, and hopefully, it's not um, Ballon Wonder World Two.
5: <laughs> right. I mean, you've got new technologies just with different cloud-based systems now. I think now it can work. Two, three years ago, four years ago, you know, when they were doing the Ouya and the like, mm-hmm. even still, like the Google-based cloud gaming stuff, like it's not quite there yet. But like now, for like a what well, you know, a game or two, not like a whole service. Yeah, I think it could work.
0: I know um, there was an article not too long ago about how Sony had approached Microsoft about helping them with their Azure cloud platform something or other too, which I think ended up going into helping them with PlayStation now. I believe, I don't know how that ever ended up, but I know that they did approach them about trying to collab on some cloud gaming stuff. Maybe Microsoft's going to buy Sony.
1: Microsoft buy Sony.
0: No, that'd really chap Richard's ass for that. that What
1: would would not happen? Well,
0: I guess I'm just done playing games. (laughs) Yeah, I quit. I quit. Yeah, I quit. I'm gonna
5: go. Sony wouldn't get bought out just because they're not just a gaming platform. That's right. Like, yeah. They've yeah. been in the they've been in the electronics uh, electronics for, f- yeah
3: since the what the
1: 40s.
5: I mean, yeah, they've been um, out there for a while. Speakers, TVs, all sorts of stuff. So- and there's
1: just I don't I don't think I wouldn't call it bad blood, but I know that Sony went in and they because there's a big article where they're talking about how you could. Play God of War once it goes to PC. There's like some streaming service you could stream it on the Xbox and play God of War on the Xbox. And then two days later, there was another article where Sony has developed a way to block that. <laughs> so you're not going to be able to play God of War on an Xbox. It,
0: it was about using the um, the Steam Cloud. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Because they, yeah, Sony has
1: found a way.
0: Because <laughs> they were talking about how you can play it on a um, on a Steam Deck. And I think they was like, well, yeah. if you can play on a steam deck, you can play through the the cloud thing too. This next article, whenever it was like popping up and it was loading, uh, in the, the little address bar, it was saying, uh, it's from Kotaku and it says Gary Bowser. And I swear to God, I the for a split second, I thought I said gay Bowser. Like, like, <laughs> Gay Bowser pleads guilty to piracy charges after Nintendo. Anyway, you so know what?
5: I swear to God, that's what it said too. <laughs> I feel, I feel like someone edited the article because I almost can like ninety five percent certain that is exactly what the article said.
0: Well. Anyway, so the House of Nintendo, or the House of Mario, sorry, that was the way I was going to put it, the House of Mario, which is run by a Bowser, um, is coming after another guy, last name Bowser, uh, that's been a part of the uh, hacking community and pirating community uh, from Nintendo. Uh, Big old court document here, I'm not going to try to read all this stuff, Um, but 51-year-old Canadian man, Gary Bowser, arrested um, because of piracy stuff. And there's an ad that's running that just decided to start playing. That's probably about something. try
5: um, ad blockers.
0: Yeah. this. Is, yeah, ad, get an ad blocker. Um, so anyway, <laughs> team. they're from a team... Is it Executor? Allegedly helped create and support online libraries of pirated video games for its customers. And several of the Enterprise's devices came preloaded with numerous pirated video games. And... Um, Team Executor was brazen that it even required customers to purchase a license to unlock the full features of its custom firmware in order to enable the ability to play pirated games. So I think the big thing, obviously piracy is bad. We've talked about game preservation uh, to an extent on the past couple episodes, but these people were charging customers to unlock access to playing pirated games, and I think that's where most of this probably um, is coming from, because piracy is bad to an extent. But don't charge people for shit that's not to yours. To an
1: extent. <laughs> it's bad to an extent. It's bad unless... bad
5: you... if you get caught. Yes. You <laughs> know what? I feel like... Which uh, is how Madison operates, evidently.
1: <laughs> I feel like emulation is... It's, it's the nuclear bomb. Man, it's alcohol. It's gunpowder. Like, once it's there, it's there. You can't go back. And I think that they're going to have to find some some way to because it's it's impossible to catch everybody that has ROMs and emulators. Mm -hmm. You just can't do it. And I mean, they're out there. They're everywhere. No matter how many times they shut somebody down, I guarantee you I could find a whole trove of ROMs on the Internet right now, this second. So, you know, I don't know. I know that Nintendo tries uh, I know with their online service, they you know they they emulate and they put some titles out there, but you know there's I mean, copyright and all that stuff that goes on with it. And I mean, it's just it's not viable against the way emula- emulation exists online right now. You know, if if they can't do better, then it's always going to exist. I, I just feel like they need to find some way to kind of coexist with it so that. They're not out money. It's not straight up theft, but they also understand that the state of things, the way they are now, it's not going away ever.
0: (laughs) Yep. Well, um, I know we're kind of, we're going to get kind of close to running on a long episode. Um, So I'm going to kind of just quickly jump through this uh, Skyrim anniversary uh, thing with the next gen upgrades that's coming out on November 11th. Richard, you said you were going to be picking this up, right
1: uh, I am as soon as uh, a lot more questions are answered because the uh, IGN article <laughs> is not very clear on what comes with the free upgrade and what doesn't come with the free upgrade. So uh, I'm at a loss. I mean, for the bonus content and the fishing and all that, I would be willing to pay, you know, extra to upgrade my, the version I have because I have the special edition. But it says that everything that new that's coming out is for the Special Edition. It says absolutely nothing for the Anniversary Edition. So, I don't know. They need to run that back through the editor and, and kind of clear that up a little uh, bit. But
0: Yeah, it's, it says next-gen upgrades. Uh, previously revealed that there will be free next-gen upgrades, but there will be an upgrade path for those who wish to make the jump to the Anniversary Edition.
1: Yeah, and then it doesn't really clarify what's separate from Anniversary and Special. Yeah. Because yeah. everything that it lists that's new, it says it's included in the special. It's like, well, I already have that. So why would I pay extra for anniversary? What does that get me? Um, it doesn't answer that question. The
0: anniversary edition includes new quest lines from Saints and Seducers, weapons and armor from Morrowind, fishing, and a new survival mode.
1: Right. But if you go directly underneath that and it outlines each of those in parentheses right beside it, it says included in the special edition. okay. That's where that's where it gets confusing. It's like, you know, these are anniversary and then it proceeds to say it's not an anniversary or not strict to it. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll need some pricing. I mean, hell, it's next week. So you'd think the pricing would already be up by now. But,
0: you know, it's going to be a seventy dollar physical release.
1: Yeah, but see, if I've already got special, I, I'm not, I'm not going to pay seventy for up to upgrade my copy. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, it's over twenty, I'll pass on it.
0: Is anyone else planning on getting the Skyrim Anniversary Edition?
5: Yeah, I'll, I'll download the mods that uh, I already have that on my PC. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, and um, this is a good one.
0: This is going to end up leading us into the hot takes and unpopular opinions, but I wanted to throw in just um, some kind of um, sexual headline, I guess, since it's this episode 69 and Richard, I'm going to give you the floor with this U S Senator oh U S Senator sexual floor. is heartbroken that men watch porn and play video games.
1: <laughs> you know? All right. So I think that the, the headlines misleading Kotaku, uh, I actually think he's right. That's my hot take on that article. I absolutely agree 95% of what he says. Hmm. I I think that, um, you know, you look at, you know, we can't, nobody's allowed to speak ill of China, but look at what China's doing as far as video games go. They've even went so far as to, it's like illegal for them to, to have male characters that are the slightest bit feminine. So like they're way overreaching. I think the senators kind of, you know, when you think about porn, uh I think guys probably have different opinions on it, but if you look at it from like a psychological standpoint, you know, there's so medical journals brain. out there. It's, you know, it's, you know, everybody looks at it, it's all fun and games, but you know, to people that get addicted to that, you know, it's it's a serious issue. It's it's debilitating. So, Wait,
5: you yeah, know, porn games where
1: there is. yeah. <laughs> it's, look, all, it's all you got to do is Google. it. <laughs> Michael, Take you a,
5: hard
0: drive. Michael, you hey, gave man. me one. You gave me my one. It's called Shower with says, your Dad Simulator." Oh
5: my God. <laughs> I, think, uh,
1: I think part of the problem is is how accessible it is now, you know. Mm-hmm. When I was like a teenager, you know it was Playboys underneath the, the canoe by the pond and a sealed plastic thing. Now it's like, well, let me get my phone. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it's 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 far too accessible, and I think that
5: Nintendo 3ds.
1: Yeah, even that. (laughs) So yeah, I think I think there's a lot of, but I think it it stems from escapism because I know that that article starts like preaching about like toxic masculinity and stuff like that, and I think that's a problem too because I think that instead of just identifying toxic traits and trying to correct those, we've just kind of Taken all masculinity, which there are some positive aspects of it, but we've just said it's all toxic. So, you read the article, draw your own. But that's my hot take on it: is I actually think the senator makes a point. So I don't agree. I don't agree with everything he says, but he he has valid points.
0: I'm gonna read the just the quick little snippet of it. So Senator Josh Hawley, Republican of Missouri, took the stage at the National Conservative Conference yesterday to decry the war on men. In a long and meandering speech, he sounded the alarm about falling marriage rates and college attendance and argued that more and more men are dropping out of the workforce and retreating into porn and video games. Quote, Responsibility is one of God's greatest gifts to mankind, and men should men must be held responsible for their actions. Still, we can't be surprised that after years of being told they are the problem, that their manhood is the problem. More and more men are withdrawing into the enclave of idleness and pornography and video games. End quote. I, I mean, I get where you're coming from with it. It just, it just, I don't yeah, know. I- it sounds like a weird. Where, and I'm not saying that them.
1: it happens like 100% of the time like you know like like our group I'm not saying that you know it, it's like a, a problem that's so widespread but I think it kind of it, it breeds the the atmosphere that creates incels there we go which you know any, you go to any forum that's a problem too cuz that's that's a really popular insult to throw out to people you don't know on social media you well, I usually, cells.
5: Uh, you know. I usually have problems with excels. Uh, I just can't get the format.
1: Yeah, that too, man. <laughs> in cells and excels. Um, we'll never understand.
0: Uh,
5: Chase, I, um, go ahead. Oh, um, I didn't want to delve too deep in it because I mean I think me and Richard could probably like beat the horse to death just on that article alone. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. I, I think the I think. In, in a lot of ways, he might be overreaching. Uh, not all data sets, I mean, just for like you know, from a number standpoint, correlate together. You know, like there's a lot going more going on than just like oh, the because marriage marriage rates are failing, people are just going to video games like that. That that's a little bit of a reach to me.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah, you know that that popular phrase, you know, correlation does not necessarily mean causation, right? So. Yeah, I think that's like a grasp. Like I don't know I don't know where he got this fact from. Uh staggering five million Americans uh consume forty five hours of video games per week.
5: Oh, that's me. You know mean. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know, in
1: in my life, uh forty five hours a week, that would be problematic. And that would affect my daily functioning. Yeah. So I think that's a, uh, there's two takes on that. Cause I think that if I was to say that that's too much for everybody, then I feel like I would be saying that everybody should have my life, you know? And I know that like, you know, marriage and children isn't for everybody and I wouldn't push that towards anybody. I think people should be free to choose. So if 45 hours a week works for you in your life, I don't see why it's a problem. I think it, is a problem if it is a problem and i know that was pretty clear but
0: <laughs> if you know you know yeah if you know you know
5: <laughs> some people that, that that's their job is to play video games i mean mm-hmm. they've made that streaming right. life they've hit it big that's that's what they do
0: yeah I was gonna say like yeah they, it could be like uh I yeah, I want to go be a Twitch streamer and my wife doesn't support me. So of course we're going to get a divorce. I'm going to do what I want to do that makes me happy. And if she's right. not Anyway. Uh
1: but
5: Here's like a here's first, another line. Uh I think it's the not 45 million people are supporting you. That, that way you yeah. don't get the revenue. Right.
1: Like in in the last of the article, it says, you know, studies have drawn correlations between the growth of video games and a drop in how many hours younger men spend working on average. Now, you know, I read that statement and I think about Ty and Ty just chooses not to sleep anymore. So I don't think that's like a, uh, right. you know, you don't necessarily have to stop working. He works and plays games and just doesn't sleep. Right. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> sleeps four hours a day and plays what was yeah. that thing? Play s- sleeps for four yeah. hours, plays New World for twenty hours straight. Yeah. Oh and his wife and it worked, team, it like, works the rest like of the uh, time
5: like the balanced life, like all these cubes, and it's like I don't need sleep. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ty's, Ty's entire life is just a sponsorship for bang energy drinks. Like it's just <laughs> uh, Chase, uh Steven, any closing uh, remarks to make about this before we move on?
3: Um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from, from where I'm looking, this is just becoming another one of those, uh, touchy subjects It's real sensitive because, uh, slip of the tongue or, um, pushing out too hard on your personal views, it can turn into, um, a war that they didn't want to create. Um, I could, I could see it to where, um, the wrong influencer gets their hands on this message and takes it the wrong way, um, right. and then there you have it. You've got um, perfect. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you've got mom and dads all across America yanking consoles out of the house and, and oh. PCs and stuff like that. Um, yanking something out. With, <laughs> 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 without the child. Hopefully Actually, knowing. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> um, w- without the child knowing exactly what's the issue, because they're not grasping it, um, then you've got delinquent issues that's going to come from this. Um, I mean, there's this can stem out to be something that they didn't want, uh, something that's more than what they bargained for. Um, so definitely. Uh, He should take his time. He and she should take their time uh, before going any
1: further with this. It's not a one size fits all problem.
3: Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump in to our um, discussion this week. And I had it pulled up and Lily just went away. Okay. So this is going to be our video game hot takes and unpopular opinions. And I have a lot of them, not not my personal ones, but just ones I'd like to share with everybody. But before I t- t- do the ones from people on the internet, I would like to see if anyone here has a gaming hot take or unpopular opinion that they would like to share. Anyone? Richard.
1: Well, you know, you automatically kind. Of, you know, it's kind of difficult for me because um, I'm not. I'm not really ashamed to share any opinion. I have no matter how volatile it is. Like, you know, I know recently I was talking about, you know, I don't understand how the hell Sonic ended up where he's at right now. Like, I went to a a trick or treat thing over the weekend and there was some guy dressed up as Sonic and like all these kids loved him. And I don't understand because those games fucking suck. Like, you run really fast. You run into shit, your rings go everywhere, you grab another ring, because you know if you get hit again, you're going to lose it, <laughs> and you just go to the end of the level, and that's it. It's rinse and repeat every time. I have no idea how Sonic is like this huge icon of culture at this point, because, oh god, those games blow.
5: Especially the most recent ones. Like, yeah, have you looked at like some of like the TikToks, though? That's I think that's why children really like Sonic. <laughs> I think my favorite one is yeah, where the, like, but he guys, had to... like he's doing his shoes up and he's like, I'm so fast. I'm fast as fuck. And he turns around and the <laughs> costume has the ass cut out and he trips <laughs> over the table and falls to his mom. Yeah, he's she's like, like, that's, like, that's fucking gold. And she's like, what is your
0: problem? You're going to break my fan. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's uh, that's hilarious. Sonic
1: had to get to that point, though, to be mm. able to... I just don't see how Sonic got to the status that he's at to be able to have viral TikTok videos. That, but I don't think that's a real hot tick, though. I mean, that's I just, I mean, not, a... that
0: the unpopular opinion, maybe, but
1: yeah. it, it probably yeah. is because I mean, obviously, everybody loves him. I hate Microsoft, mm-hmm. that's probably unpopular with mm-hmm. certain groups.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to share some from the internet we'll start off with um you guys may know him his handle is the real my toes also known as david uh previous guest of the podcast first he gave me uh let's see he gave me three final fantasy 7 cloud is overrated he's built on a giant sword spiky hair four discs and dragon ball z nostalgia so um shadow of the i mean oh go ahead
1: I mean he I mean he's he's not wrong. I mean he's not got a whole lot of depth to him. Yeah. He's one of those, I'm so serious, I'm cool, you can't understand me type like I mean he's probably one of the least favorite characters of Final Fantasy VII. Shadows of the Colossus is
0: not a real game. It's just a demo disc of all the boss fights from a better game.
1: Can I can I have a moment? Wow. Can I can I have a moment? Oh wow. So <laughs>
5: Please, That's please a hot in, take right there.
1: Please, please indulge me just for a moment. I won't. I won't. I'll try not to spend too much time. Sixth annual Game Developers Choice Awards: Best Character Design, Shadow of the Colossus. Best Game Design, Shadow of the Colossus. Best Visual Arts, Shadow of the Colossus. Game of the Year, Shadow of the Colossus. Ninth annual Interactive Achievement Awards. Outstanding achievement in art direction, Shadow of the Colossus. Outstanding achievement in visual engineering, Shadow of (laughs) the Colossus. By the way, this is all
5: committed to memory.
1: (laughs) (laughs) IGN. See now we get to the big one.
5: IGN's Best of 2005,
1: Best Adventure Game of 2005, Shadow of the Colossus. Best artistic design, Shadow of the Colossus. GameSpot's Best of 2000. No, not GameSpot. OneUp.coms. Game of the Year nominated Best Adventure Game of the Year, Shadow of the Colossus. I just want to let everybody know real quick.
0: Uh, I purposely put in the notes that I was not sharing any of the unpopular opinions that I had come up or I had found with anyone on this show before this show aired. So Richard had this pulled up, this ready to go on a whim. (laughs) He did not have any (laughs) prior knowledge that Shadow of the Colossus was going to get brought up in a discussion today.
1: I have three more. (laughs) Games Radar's top 20 best games of 2006, number one, Shadow of the Colossus. (laughs) Destructoid's top 50 games of the decade, number one, Shadow of the Colossus. IGN's top 10 games of 2005, number one, Shadow of the Colossus. (laughs) So, in summary... David is wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And his last one, Kingdom Hearts was never good. But I kind of, I agree with that. I don't
1: care. (sighs) I I couldn't get into it. I wanted to, Mm -hmm. I tried twice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Could not bite me. Um, All right. So these next ones are from
0: people that um, we don't know. These are from Reddit. I put on Reddit the other day when I decided this was going to be our topic. I'm going to be doing a segment of my gaming news show next week about unpopular opinions and hot takes about anything video game related. With that, I wanted to share some from around the internet too. So if you've got anything you want to get off your chest, let's hear it. First comment I got on this thing was, wow. Is this what what counts as research these days? Not even using the search function but making your own post. (laughs) Like just like just immediately was just like, I don't see anything wrong trying to collect. Oh God, where to go? It just went away again. I don't, like, I don't wow, see anything wrong with
1: that. I hope he listens tip. to the show. Yeah. He's a douchebag. <laughs> like,
0: I, I don't see anything wrong with me trying to collect data from a subreddit with 30 million people in it. The exact same, oh, barely, my complaint is less with the question, more with the fact this guy, for profit, would rather add yet another boring ass post than use Google. And I was just like, I'd like to, uh, I'd see your point more, I guess, if I was actually going to make money off of this. So, um, <laughs> Douchebag number two.
5: <laughs> no, that was the
0: same dude. Uh for reference, oh, same guy. Okay. For for reference, uh that is uh Dicky Greenleaf 84 on Reddit.
1: Of course he is. <laughs> um
0: okay. So, here's some actual gaming hot takes. Minecraft is a boring ass game. What? And then someone says, uh Minecraft is as boring as uninteresting as you are. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Wow, well, yeah. Um, so,
3: um, I've got a no, <laughs> Minecraft is... Okay, so the point of Minecraft is to leave it to the player's imagination. I know yeah. you guys have seen TikToks and YouTube videos, pictures, stuff on Reddit, it's everywhere, of some of the most amazing things that people have been building with these blocks in Minecraft. If anything, it's something to promote the imagination.
5: Yeah. To that effect, I, I, I mean, that's kind of like saying... Animal Crossing is like the worst action game.
1: Yeah. Now, I, th- I think that like your opinion of Minecraft is like directly correlated to your personality as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Michael, this one, this is in all caps. Genshin Impact sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And I put, this one what? is for sure going to upset one of the guys on the show. And then he said, it's also mm-hmm. going to upset neckbeard losers. And, um, and then he said, at least I know that the age of consent is 18.
1: <laughs>
5: wow. okay. At least I can ah. sleep at night knowing I'm a neckbeard winner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but-
1: <laughs> you know, uh, that, that is a hot take, but, uh, I'm sorry, Michael. I've got to agree with that dude, though. It, it does, man. I wish the hell it was like I don't understand because I've played other games like it, and they're not as damn confusing when it comes to just how to progress. Like I don't like you these artifacts, and then I got this constellation. I unlocked a star the other day. How did I do it? I don't fucking know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing or what I should be leveling up, and it's just it's so broad. I lose interest every time, and I have tried so Good. hard to like that game. I have tried, and I even so, I even Googled. I wanted uh, I Googled for an FAQ on how best to kind of upgrade and, and stay current with. Uh, and the the smallest thing I found was like twenty pages. I'm not reading twenty fucking pages just to learn how to upgrade characters I mean, on a game. I can
5: condense it down for you, like to like a single paragraph. Which is basically go for whatever character you like to play as or like mm-hmm. the look of. Okay, mm-hmm. focus and, and starting out until you complete the main storyline, which is like right up until like you hit like level twenty, twenty-two. You know, AR. Um, so just complete the storyline and then focus on what makes that character good. Um, if you're low on your weapon materials focus on farming weapon materials if your constellation is low start focusing on getting the, the primo gems or whatever so you can try to fish for that character basically um at its core it's not an action and adventure game i mean like that's what it is but that's not the core of it the core of it is a gotcha game so that's why you have all these different elements so it plays kind of like an rpg because all these different things are stacking together to make the stats.
1: You know, I kind of feel like and Steven, you could probably put input on this. Um, because you've you've played Genshin Impact mm-hmm. and you've also played um what's that Mega Man mobile game that we're playing right now? Uh
3: Mega Man uh, X Dive.
1: Yeah. So I see a lot of similarities in how those games are set up.
5: Yeah, they're got gotcha.
1: however the Mega Man is so much more easier to understand as far as upgrading weapons and stuff like that. I guess that's that's the problem I'm having, is that I've played other games like it, and I just don't understand why Genshin Impact feels so much more complicated than any of the other Gotcha games that I've played.
3: Basically, what I'm gathering is you're, you're not into inception levels of learning on video games. Everything should be broad-spectrum, um laid out for you with minor research.
1: Man, I'm, like, trying not to take offense right now. <laughs> 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 no, that's not it at all. But, <laughs> no, I just, uh, so you know,
5: I, I think. I, I actually, I bet I know what it is. Uh, your other gacha games you've played, are they tied to another IP, like Mega Man?
1: Maybe. I don't really see where you're going with this, but...
5: <laughs> I mean, like... like no, if you I, hit, I get you. Yeah, like, um, if it's, like, Pokemon-related, like, I'm gonna, I'm a slut for Pokemon. So, like, you know, if they slap Pokemon label on I'm like, oh, hell yeah, let's play a MOBA game.
1: I mean, like, when it mm-hmm. comes to Genshin, I mean, I, I do like the world and stuff like that. Um I just... I don't know. I, I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like I'm not doing what I need to be doing. And I just, I wish that the, uh, the tutorial had been a little bit more clear as to all the aspects that go into upgrading a character.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Cause like, you know, like with X dive, with Mega Man X dive, you know, it's you, you constantly get these pop-ups when new stuff goes on and it explains everything in a lot of detail. So Mm -hmm. I'm never left. Like I know, exactly where to grind for things that i need and i know when i need it and i think with genshin impact i don't know what i need to do and i don't know what i need to do it with and it just i get lost in translation
5: i get it i get it we can talk more about it afterwards because uh, i think we're
1: yeah running we genshin need a we need another hot take
4: yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> um okay so
0: Ocarina of Time is nowhere near the best Zelda game. A lot of people attach to it because they played it in their youth, but as someone who has played it years after it came out, it is not good. Compare and contrast with other Zelda titles, both 3D and 2D, and Ocarina is easily one of the most mediocre titles in the series. Is he basing that off of
1: graphics? Alright, he's a goddamn liar. I,
0: I, put, <laughs> I put, I put, I commented back, I don't, I didn't comment on a lot of these, but I said it definitely isn't in my top five anymore. Before it's time, it was a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... I, I, my favorite Zelda game is Majora's Mask and it's built on the same engine with the same graphics mm-hmm. as right, Ocarina yeah. of Time so I mean like I mean there's not a lot of they're pretty much neck and neck other than just the story so um, I don't know
1: he's that's that's not a hot take that's that's just being wrong <laughs> that's like yeah, give him David's information they can they can discuss things and... um, Apex Legends is the worst battle royale game ever made what?
0: Uh, Far Cry Five was great, and people are just mad because they didn't like that it depicted Americans as villains.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, Damn. oh my god! So wait, hang on. Like, where is that guy from? <laughs> that, he, that he thinks that like Nowhere the villains of Far strong. Cry Five is like your average
5: American. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> <laughs> I see those guys at Walmart every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: um, like, uh, I saw them more as like branch Davidians. I mean, there, there's definitely a uh, there's definitely a breakdown of classes that you can go into that would separate them from everyday Americans. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. This person said, not being selfish in games should have alternative reward progression systems to counteract toxicity. What about an awesome $500 skin to anyone who goes a season without a point of team damage not forgiven by teammates?
1: <laughs> what? The? That's weird. That's not really a hot take. I mean, hey. I
0: don't... That's a, that's a suggestion.
1: <laughs> I've never... I've never... Thought of that whatsoever, but like I've experienced a lot of acts of generosity on Red Dead Online, so now I'm kind of wondering why myself. Like, why don't we reward that?
0: Mm. Um, next one Horizon Zero Dawn is
1: boring. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's first thing that came to mind. <laughs> um,
0: Mobile games as of late have become actually really great games. Genshin Impact, Guardians Tales, and recently Cookie Run Kingdom are great. Disclaimer, all of these are gotcha, but don't necessarily mean they're pay to win or pay to progress. So a little, a little bit of praise for some mobile
1: games. I, yeah, I, I think they they are kind of coming into their own, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Um
0: this next one um, is probably gonna uh, get the same response about the Horizon one.
1: Um, oh, uh, I'll cover all.
0: <laughs> God of War 2018 is a bad game, worst AAA game in recent years with terrible gameplay, boring story that for some reason had more of a focus, had more of a focus than gameplay. Reuse of bad puzzles, little to no enemy variety, and it only gets praised because it's called God of War. If this wasn't titled God of War, no one would be praising it
3: the fuck is he smoking
1: (laughs) next time submit your you submit your answers in plain English so that we understand what the hell you're talking about okay
3: so there's clearly you could see that they were going a different way because it was Greek mythology uh, for the first God of Wars this one took on Nordish which was a completely different spin yeah. So because he decided, they decided to switch mythologies, the game is now boring because your uncultured ass don't know anything about Nordish mythology. Okay. I'm just making sure I have that right. Okay.
2: And that was packed. Like <laughs> packed full of like just story and like, 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 like lore and history and like all that stuff. Like, like the entire, like, even just like walking around, like, yeah, what's the guy's head? They would uh, talk? Wow. Well, it's just I know who you're all talking right. about. I know. Yeah. You know. All
5: right. I yeah. got a hot take. All right. I think Assassin's Creed need to stop reskinning the same game and putting a number on it. Yep.
0: <laughs> take like five I, uh, years off and come back with something completely new.
1: Well, I, I think you could go one step further and just say that Ubisoft <laughs> needs to stop taking <laughs> all their games, and reskinning them and.
0: Yeah, any any game that's has more than like six or seven uh releases, especially ones that are like annual games like Call of Duty and stuff like that, like they need Including they need,
3: the sports games.
0: Including sports mm-hmm. games, they need to go away for like three or four years, reinvent them, and then shit out five of them and then do every five years, take like a three year break and reinvent it and come back.
5: Which, yeah, but then and, it, and it I, takes I wholly, like. I wholly bought into it, but the Starlink, like a truly original take on that sort of genre, you know, with the Toys to Life aspect, and then they just abandoned it. Because like Toys had a to Life, life plan don't sell. And They, they mm-hmm. had an update plan, and then they're just like, nah, fuck it.
1: I don't, I don't know about that, Mitch, because if they take five years off, and then they're going to take another, like, five to ten years development time. You're looking at like 15 years between titles and like our our life expectancy is only like 76.
0: Yeah, but think about <laughs> so it in the, in the context <laughs> of sports games. Um, we would finally get a football game that doesn't have Tom Brady in it. Because <laughs> he'd probably just be finally what? done. <laughs> uh,
1: Why do would you mommy? make a football game and leave out like probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest players ever? Because That's a be hot take, anymore. dude. Tom Brady's fucking awesome and everybody loves to hate him for it
5: (laughs) he's just the first football name i thought of have like an olympic almost like mario party-esque battle royale with like all the greatest sports heroes of all time like but they're not playing any just one sport they're like beating each other in the face like it's like (laughs) you know you got like michael jordan you got wayne greska you got tom brady you know you got all these stars and they're just punching each other
3: all the lawsuits <laughs> that would happen
1: afterwards. <laughs> What's happening right now?
5: Your you camera cut out for a second.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, out. Yeah, I thought y'all froze. Okay. I went on the whole rant. I was like, "See, Mitch, that's why you froze up because you're talking shit about Tom Brady." Was-
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Next one. Breath of the Wild is the most overrated game I've ever played. Yes. Finally. I see. I get, people say that all the time. I I still enjoy it. It's in my top five. Not my favorite, but it's in my top five. This dude put out one, two, three, four, five, six hot takes in wow. one post. They're all small, though. Watch Dogs 1 is better than Grand Theft Auto Five. All of the Crisis oh. games are bad. The Last of Us 2 is better than The Last of Us 1. Call of Duty World at War is the best Call of Duty game. I, see, I get it. Half-Life 1 is better than Half-Life 2. Richard has disconnected. Oh. And the... Con- <laughs> He we'll just Give him a he's, we we
2: he's we like, I've, him so I've had enough. <laughs> 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 uh, bye bye,
5: losers. <laughs> there
1: he is. There's okay. Richard. Oh my gosh. Man, it's too many hot takes. My phone couldn't take it. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> all right. Now that we're all back. Um so the only one I said that was put off air um is that The Witcher Three is a terrible game. Um, so there's that.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um,
0: final fantasy 7 is one of the worst of the early era 3d final fantasy games which i consider 7 through 10 it has a protagonist with no emotion and seemingly no motivation an antagonist with mommy issues and is only considered popular slash good for two reasons it is the first of that era of final fantasy games so people are drawn to that early quote holy shit it's sort of 3d mindset end quote and for many people it was their first final
1: fantasy game not mine. Uh, my first was well in America it was called Final Fantasy Two. I think it ended up actually being either was it four, three or four? Okay, is the one with the Cecil and Rose? Any other Final Fan? I know I know when it was first released here it was two, but I know that wasn't accurate. Uh, I don't. You know I'll say this about Final Fantasy Seven. I I do think that cloud and sephiroth are the like the worst aspects of it like i hated those two characters but i mean i like the story i like the world i liked everything else about it Uh, i think there's some merit there that you know it is the first of that cole you know i think it like i mean it was the reason why i bought a playstation and not a nintendo 64 so it definitely had that thing going for it. But yeah, I do think that we put the, the hero and the villain on a pedestal. They don't deserve to be on.
0: Yep. And this is the last one and it's a lengthy one. Oh wait, actually no, this is five different ones. My bad. Um, I, I like the concept of games as a service. I think certain types of games work well with this model. It's the reason I refuse to buy games that have annual releases uh, prefer digital and think buying a physical copy, especially day one, is useless. With the advent of online patching, I've never really seen the point of buying a physical copy of a game, especially on day one. I'll usually buy a physical copy of a game when it's a definitive edition or complete edition with all DLC on the disc, like Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition or a collection Borderlands The Handsome Collection. Don't think physical media is the true way to get for game preservation, it might be for some who have huge collections but for the majority of people having an easily accessible digital catalog of older games and backwards compatibility of the actual ways for game preservation. And I agree to an extent, except for the fact that if there's one game you decide you want to get later and they've already shut the store down, you can no longer get it. Um, Right. Or if it gets deleted off your hard drive, your hard drive's corrupted and now you can't go back on your store and get it. And there's not a way to make a backup of a digital game off of a hard drive. So, uh, you better hope you have good luck with hard drives.
1: But not just that. And I mean, like you, you buy it at Walmart, you save 10 bucks. Yep. I mean, right, there's that. Yeah. 10, 10 bucks is 10 bucks. And and it's and a lot
0: easier. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Yeah. And if, and if you, like you try out a game, you buy a game, you don't like it, you can sell it. Right. With a, with a digital game, you'd be you paid 60 bucks for it day one or whatever, you know, and you don't like it. I mean, that's, that's yours forever. Yep. So,
0: And especially in the state of how things are now, like you can go, uh, especially because we're talking like a lot about like Nintendo emulation and uh, game preservation and stuff. If I go to Game Trader, I can get an N64 for like 60 bucks, maybe 80 bucks. Um, Getting a copy of a specific game, 150 bucks for the physical version of the game. So you imagine Mm -hmm. in the future, like, oh yeah, you can buy a PS5 whenever they're like on the PlayStation seven or whatever, you'll be able to buy a PS5 for like dirt cheap, but the games, especially like the limited run games and stuff like that, they're going to be astronomically expensive. So it's like better to buy those now while you still can versus trying to buy them later on uh, when Mm -hmm. they're just stupid expensive. Right. Um, I think that's pretty good place to stop with these. There's, a lot of there's a lot of stuff I'm not going to repeat on the show because there's like people just like name calling and dropping (laughs) drop dropping uh, hate comments towards each other because of their especially the Genshin Genshin Impact thing is like 10 comments long just talking about people just going back and forth that's a Um,
1: toxic community right there (laughs) Oh, here's, here's
0: here's here's one we'll end on visual novels are games too and you don't have to act like the genre is somehow lesser in an age where games like Disco Elysium, a visual novel that refuses to call itself one for reasons that are too long to include in this post, is getting rave reviews but only is treated as brilliant because it's, quote, not a visual novel disgusts me. So, pretty much saying visual novels are also games.
1: In, 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 the, in the most simplest terms and definitions, yes. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Well, uh, I was going to do uh, a... Tales from the hard drive segment, but I think we've gone on long enough, so I may just do one real quick instead of doing a bunch of them, because I saw one and it maybe um, uh, really it was really funny. So this is again harddrive.net. Gamers unsure if this is going to be a pause bowel movement or a log off bowel movement, and I thought it was funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. That on a daily basis. <laughs> it's it's funny because that there's there's a little bit of realism there that's mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> all right let's end it uh, let's end it with trivia and uh, wrap up real quick um, this week's trivia question is which game is credited with being the first third person shooter was it spear of destiny wolfenstein 3D lethal enforcers or gunstar heroes Like Richard's taking a nap.
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm deep in thought because I, I'm having a thought, but I think my thought may be incorrect.
5: I'm gonna
2: go with one. Yeah. It was
1: one. Spirit of destiny. See, that's I
5: that's
1: that's where I think I'm incorrect, but that's what I'm leaning towards. And I'll I'll go ahead and lock in my answer as number one and then I'll explain why I was conflicted.
5: I mean, I just know it's not one of them. I don't know anything about the other three. So, yeah. It's happening in the dark for me.
3: Yep, yeah, I'll, I'll go with one, 2 I'll just follow the crowd on this one. I have no idea.
5: <laughs> all in or all
0: out? Let's go. Mm-hmm. So, you are all wrong. Oh, Damn yeah. it. Okay. The correct answer is Wolfenstein not- 3D.
1: <laughs> Shit! Oh, I shouldn't have <laughs> listened to any of y'all. It's <laughs> like I was sitting here and I was like... This was my thought process. I was like, okay, it's either Wolfenstein or Sphere of Destiny. And this is why I'm thinking that. Either Sphere of Destiny inspired Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein inspired Sphere of Destiny. One of those two are true, and that's where the answer will lie. Mm -hmm. But then I trusted y'all. Thank you. I
5: just knew it wasn't Gunstar (laughs) Heroes. That's all.
1: Yeah, I knew it wasn't that one. I knew it wasn't Lethal Enforcers. I knew it was... Sphere of Destiny or Wolfenstein, but that's where my that's why I was like ah, oh, because I couldn't decide which one was which was the chicken or the egg. Sorry, Richard. <laughs> oh, which man. hey, look, fun fact: the egg came first. vivid Oh yeah, because it, it was did, like a yeah. T
0: Rex egg, and eventually turned into a chicken.
1: It uh, it would the egg came <laughs> first, yeah.
0: Evolution <laughs> and such. All right. Well. That's going to do it for this episode, but do you guys have anything you would like to plug before we get out of here?
2: Not
1: today.
0: Not Chase. Not Chase. Richard, are you plugging your new Instagram?
1: I still haven't got a name yet. (laughs) 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 I don't, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, I've been painting a lot of miniatures uh, from a lot of different games because I want, I don't want to like produce slow content. So I'm trying to get ahead of myself. So it's okay um but yeah i'm still kind of struggling on a, a naming thing because there's there's aspects i want to include aspects i don't want to include but i haven't like nailed it in yet but forthcoming it's not one of those that once i decide it, it's like boom make the instagram and it's there so as soon as i i nail that that title in it'll be there and then we'll we'll talk about it and it'll it'll be up to be followed
0: michael steven um, anything
5: Nothing really to post, but just like uh, everybody, all the retailers right now are gearing up for Black Friday sales, so definitely check out your local shops. I know lo- our local Hendersonville Walmart has been hot on it with a bunch of clearance items. So yep. definitely stop by your local places and check out what they got.
0: Yeah, the uh, so Walmart, um, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, no, 6 p.m. Central Time, is when the Black Friday deals start online. And then the following Friday at 5 a.m. is when the actual retail stores open and then the deals go live in there. That's every week of November that they're doing that. Yeah. Um, okay. So they, they're kind of splitting up like they did last week. I think, um, I want to say it's the week of Thanksgiving when all the video game stuff's going out. Um, but the second week, if, especially if you're like a movie buff, that's when all like the movies are going on uh, sale. A lot of 4K, Blu-rays and stuff like that going on. Um, yeah. Steven, anything?
3: Uh, nothing to report this week.
0: Alright. Well, that is going to do it for episode 69, full of hot takes, unpopular opinions, sexual jokes, Michael stalls, and, uh, everything else. So, Michael, do you have a plug for this very special episode?
5: Typically, you don't want to use a plug on episode 69, but, and this week we'll allow it. <laughs> Plugs. <laughs>
0: all right we'll see you guys next week for um i guess it's kind of our anniversary episode because that's it's going to be one year since the series x and the ps5 launched which is kind of a a big deal so we'll be looking back on a lot of stuff like that but we'll talk more about that next week and until People
5: then still don't have one
0: yeah no one has one <laughs> and yeah,
1: microsoft's finally getting a game coming out
0: yeah it's great <laughs> y'all have a good week
1: later